We are LP Magazine, and since 2001, we've been the leader in providing content and education for the loss prevention and asset protection industry, and we are known as the voice and authority of the LP community. Each episode, we'll be sharing and discussing the latest in trends and current issues related to all things retail and profit protection. You're listening to the LPM Podcast. Great. Well, hello and welcome. I'm Kevin McMenamin. I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Loss Prevention Magazine and LPM Media Group. I'm here today with Jackie Cato, who's the Senior Manager of Loss Prevention at Cracker Barrel. Hey, Jackie. Hello. How are you? Good. Excellent. And I'm here with the Assistant Director of Marketing and Enrollment at Northern Michigan University. Whoa. Let's start that one again. Well, hello and welcome. My name is Kevin McMenamin. I'm the Chief Operating Officer for Loss Prevention Magazine and for LPM Media Group. I'm joined here today with Jackie Cato, the Senior Manager of Loss Prevention at Cracker Barrel. Hey, Jackie, how are you? Good morning. Excellent. And I'm, we've also got Dan Freeborn, who's the Assistant Director of Marketing and Enrollment at Northern Michigan University's Global Campus. How are you, Dan? Doing well. Thanks, Kevin. And we're here to talk about Northern Michigan University today, and this is why. Uh, Jackie, we're going to start with you, but before we get into your experience with Northern Michigan University, I'd, I'd really like to love to get your, your backstory a little bit. You know, what, what's your adventure in loss prevention been like, and, and how did you get to your position that you have uh, today with uh, Cracker Barrel? Sure. So I started out in loss prevention probably pretty similar to everyone else. It chose me. I didn't necessarily choose it. Um, I started right out of high school as a loss prevention agent with Montgomery Ward while I went to school for criminal justice. I was going to be a police officer. Um, Shortly after my start with Montgomery Ward, I became and was promoted a manager with them. I was told at that time that I was the youngest manager. However, I can't validate that. That's just my story. I think Um, that's what they tell everybody. (laughs) I know. A few of the youngest managers in Montgomery Ward. (laughs) I've heard it from a couple people, actually, so I, it might be true that they did that, um, or they did that. I worked with them up until the point that they dissolved fully, so 2001-ish area, um, and I moved south. I moved to Tampa, Florida, got married, took some time off, worked with a couple of other retailers in the loss prevention capacity, um, and then in 2003, I got my position with Cracker Barrel. I started with them as a regional loss prevention manager in Tampa. Um, worked there in that capacity for almost 12 years, 11 and a half roughly. And I was promoted to the manager of loss prevention where I relocated to Middle Tennessee outside Nashville. And I've been with them going on 17 years. Wow, that's impressive. 17 years is it's definitely a long time in this industry, as you know, it, it uh, is. as transient as this industry can be. Um, now, so tell me about your, um, you know, obviously, like you said, nobody really um, or well, I have yet to meet anyone who this is what they wanted to be when they grew up, right? So um, what was your education experience like um, coming up through loss prevention? You know, what kind of background did you have? Um, and and let's transition then into, you know, how did you get to the point where you thought I need, you know, I need a degree um, and, and I need to, to go down this education route? I think everybody in retail understands that to be relocatable is a valuable asset. Um, when I became a manager, I moved around a, a lot. I was young. I was going to school to be a police officer. Um, but once you find loss prevention, you realize there's a, 
a different avenue in criminal justice that doesn't involve bulletproof vests and, and things of that <laughs> nature. So it kind of has a different attraction. Um, so I, I kept taking criminal justice courses, but again, when I got promoted, that was difficult. There wasn't an online format really to choose from for any of those courses back then. Um, I feel really old saying that, by the way. So um, I, I kind of stopped so that I could focus on my career a little bit. It seemed to be a little heated. So I wanted to make sure I was giving my all to that particular part of my life. Um, when I got to the home office with Crackbrill, I had some more stability. So I wasn't really relocating anywhere and, and I could give that school a little bit more thought. The online programs were much more available. Um, then there was also specific loss prevention programs, which there weren't back when I started loss prevention. You, you had your choice. You're either going to be a criminal justice major or maybe a business major, but we weren't even really looked at that. Most people went criminal justice, right? They right. went, right. I mean, I, I don't know, for me, corrections class isn't really going to help me in a meeting about HR. <laughs> so, um, I found Northern Michigan's program for two reasons. One, I'm a Michigander. So looking at my home state was, was pretty important to me. Um, I always loved the UP. And so Northern had that attraction, but also they were one of the first to offer a specific loss prevention program. I mean, the classes that they offer were loss prevention based um, and it was fully online, which was important to me. I didn't want to have to, to navigate transferring from a local school to another school credits. And, and that's, I only wanted to do that once because, you know, you, you just never know whether they're going to transfer at the rate that you think they're going to. Um, and so I chose to go with, with NMU for that. And I started going, I don't know exactly when I started going back to school. I want to say it was 2012, 2000, no, 2015, 2016 is when I enrolled with, with NMU and have been going steadily for the long fall. I did take one little flip off to deal with some family issues in the last five years. But other than that, I go just about every term. That's great. Steady wins the race. <laughs> so that's great. So, so Dan, um, let's, let's talk a little bit about this, this degree program that you guys have, like, so, you know, it, obviously it's been around for a little bit now. Um, it's evolved, right? So how about a little backstory on, um, you know, how it got started and, and, and how it's evolved to where it's evolved to today? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't have the exact number of how long it's been in existence, but I, I want to say it's around 20 years. It's been a longstanding program that we have here. And it was actually the first fully online degree that we offered. Um, and it was really born out of this idea. It was, it was developed by Professor Robert Hansen. He's our department head here in the criminal justice department. It was a conversation between him and Dan Faculty, the v VP of asset protection at Southeastern Grocers. So that together they were talking about the needs of the industry. And Professor Hansen um, consequently had several you know, alumni of the, the criminal justice department coming to him looking for up and coming graduates because they knew that the program was strong. They wanted to, you know, hire NMU alumni. And through those conversations and with leaders in the industry and LP was, they were realizing that there was a really big need within the LP specific industry. So Professor Hanson was really instrumental in making this program and, you know, making, a, making this available through Northern and understanding the needs of the post-traditional student. Um, while the program obviously is available to traditional and non-traditional alike, it was really built for those folks that had seasoned experience within the LP industry and recognizing that. And a lot of times through the conversation, he would find that they, you know, these, these individuals maybe had reached their ceiling 
and didn't have the academic credentials to continue on into upper management. So that was really the icing on the cake and really justified building this program. So he, together, he and um, Dan were able to develop this program and the, the ability for it to be studied completely online is really the selling point as well, because the folks that have been in the industry for, you know, five to 20 years and are looking to go back to school, this is the perfect fit. Um, and I think Jackie, maybe you can even allude to a little bit more, the flexibility of this, you know, being able to be assigned a week, week's worth of assignments and being able to complete them at your own pace. And that's how the courses are designed. In addition, the curriculum is built to be flexible as well to move along with the growing industry. So it's not necessarily stagnant. We'll be adding things in related to um, maybe even more into the cybersecurity and data protection, which is becoming a big part of the industry as well. So we're really trying to be up on that. And our faculty are all um, LP professionals as well. So the, the students will have the ability to engage with, you know, and network with people that are actually working in the industry. That's great. And Jackie, let, let's let's expound on that a little bit because um, you're obviously a, a busy person and you know, you're a senior executive with the company. How, how does this all fit into your schedule and, and what are like maybe the two or three specific ways that that you find the <clears throat> the curriculum you know applies to what you're doing? Sure. So the the online format with NMU is super flexible, super easy to work with. Um, I use my phone a ton, probably everybody does. Um, and I use my laptop. Those are my two main functions. It's um, And being able to get on the platform with NMU in either one of those capacities is really important. I know when one isn't working, it really causes a frustration. Um, for me, all of my classes have been online. All of my classes have been asynchronous studies, which essentially means it's, it's similar. I compare it to independent studies. So the, the professor sets the course material out there for the week, sometimes longer than that, and you work at your pace. So as long as you're done with your work for the week, you're good. And which is very similar to how we operate in our day-to-day -day operations as well. And so for me, it worked really well in that way, because I can do, I do work during lunch. I do work, you know, I'll read the textbook or whatever, or watch the webinar, or the lecture while I'm at the gym, riding the bike or whatever. Um, it just, it, it fits in it's mobile, I guess, is the best way to put it. So it fits into yeah. about everywhere that I go. Um, the course offerings really complement what I'm doing at, at work because it's, like I said, it's not, it's not, I do get a lot of those criminal justice courses that help with what we deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, but it also mixes in some of those business and soft skills. So effective communication, um, HR issues, legal aspects. Um, the other piece of it that, I'm finding value in right now, especially is, is the general elective piece. So I can go and choose courses from other areas of business, like construction, which in loss prevention, you might not think you need construction until the real estate director calls you and says, Hey, what do you think about this site? These are the problems. And you're like, Oh, well, hold on. And you're able to kind of learn and look at things through their lens. I mean, in loss prevention, you deal with so many different facets of the company. You just never know what's going to come your way that day. So being able to have that variety has been really helpful to me. Yeah, and that and and um, <clears throat> you know, with loss prevention itself has evolved so much over the past, you know, say ten years even. You know, that it, it's right. it. We're not just catching bad guys. Um, we're not just you know. We don't have blinders on. You know, the, and it's really become a business partner to all these different areas. Um, and real estate, supply chain. You know, it, it just it runs the gambit, right? Mm -hmm. So. Um, exactly. It's great to hear that you're getting pieces out of NMU that are helping you with, you know, with each each 
part of the job that you're doing on a daily basis, right? Um, Dan, how 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 do I get started in something like this? What's what's the the process for like applying and the logistics of um, of joining the the global campus? Yeah, it's it's a fairly simple process, and we you know we really understand. We try to make the the the, the process as simple as possible because we're a lot of our students that are coming into this program have been out for X number of years, you know, ten maybe even twenty years, and they're realizing now they want to come back to school. So what we've done, um, we are able to accommodate up to 90 credits of transfer credit from other institutions, which the total degree is about 120 credits total. So that really leaves a minimum of 30 credits to complete your degree. Yeah, and so we can accept that. Which is, programs out there too. So that's great. Yeah. And in addition, then what we'll do is um, upon initial inquiry, if you'd like, we can produce a unofficial degree evaluation, which will basically line up, outline exactly what you're going to need to take to complete your degree here. So we can evaluate that previous transfer credit, plug it into a degree plan and say, hey, here's what's already what you already have accounted for. Here's what's left remaining. And we can kind of work that out there. And that's offered pre-admission. Um, so you don't even have to commit to applying or, or being admitted yet to get that plan of study. To submit an application, nmu.edu slash apply. Um, it's an online app. It's super quick. I think it's three pages. And just make sure you're indicating that you'd like to study fully online. You can select loss prevention. And there's a $35 application fee. And then if you have attended previous college, uh, we will need an official transcript sent directly from the issuing institutions. That's it. Usually once those items are in, it's about a seven to, day, seven to 10 day turnaround to get a decision in the, in the mail. And we'll connect with you via email as well. And we've got a really great staff um, within the global campus too. Um, you'll be working with me specifically through the enrollment process, making sure all the application materials are collected. And then Carly Harrington, she's our um, academic advisor that will help you with initial enrollment, making sure you're getting into those things as well. And she can be a really great resource for, you know, making sure you're registering for the correct classes and making sure you're, you're meeting your degree plans on time. Excellent. Now, how far back, I mean, you know, we're all getting a little older and a little grayer and, you know, um, uh, and, you know, I know that I've got a few years on Jackie, so my credits would be even older than hers were. Um, <laughs> so, you know, how far back do you guys go? Like if I'm, if I'm bringing you credits from, from another um, college or university, is that, is that how, how, how flexible is your, your system there in, in allowing me to transfer some of those? We'll even take your credits, Kevin. There's no limit. <laughs> There's no limit. No, the undergrad and credits do not expire when we're considering transfer credit coming in. And for those that are living, I will, I will mention as well that maybe you're not uh, Michigan residents. If you're studying 100% online in this loss prevention program, you're also um, going to be charged the in-state tuition rate. Re tuition rates, regardless of your state of residency. So that's another benefit too, since loss prevention is so, you know, widespread throughout the country we want to make this accessible for the industry so that's another benefit of being in our program oh that's fantastic that's great now jackie if um if somebody like me or one of your peers is you know considering this this move right this can be pretty intimidating um you know getting back into the the whole um you know further education and and looking at a degree especially when you've been out for a few years um what's your advice to 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 myself or to folks like me or to, to some of the folks that are listening that are like on that cusp of, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about taking that big step, but boy, it's a little intimidating. It's, it is definitely intimidating. I mean, I, I faced the same apprehension when I started the process. Um, I, my recommendation is to take it slow at the beginning, you know, just measure how much you can do in one instance. Like I started out with one class a term. I wanted to see what it was like. I wanted to see, is this something that I can do with my 
full-time job and my home life. I mean, I have two small kids, so um, they're both under eight. So they're, you know, they require a lot of attention. <laughs> um, and I've done very well. Like, I, I mean, I, I sometimes will push the envelope a little bit and take two to three classes, but it's, it's still, it's still going well. It's, it really has to do with that flexibility and the making sure you get those asynchronous studies because you can, that's the other piece I would say is just make sure that you know what you're learn the ins and outs of the system, if you will. Like it took me a little bit of trial and error to find out how to search for courses. Like I want the web base, I want this and I want the that. Like there are courses that offer a Zoom setting like this every every term or every week for your lecture. I couldn't do that because I couldn't guarantee to be available at two o'clock on every Thursday. Um, but I did have one like that over the summer where we had a Sunday night, which worked perfectly because, you know, Sunday nights are usually pretty, you know, and he did it just perfectly where he offered extra credit for being on the Zoom call. It wasn't like a requirement of the class to be there, but you still recorded it and could hear it. So, I mean, I just think it's feeling it out, seeing what you can do and um, use your advisors. I mean, that's the biggest thing too. Like, you know, if you use Dan and his team, they'll help you know the ins and outs. Um, and I think that even can be a little daunting for us too, because it's like, I don't have time to dedicate to a phone call and this, that, and the other, but they're all very accessible through email. They respond really quickly. Um, I think the only person I've talked to live on the phone are my advisors, and it's it's usually set up through the email back and forth, like, okay, I can talk to you this time, and they're usually very, very quick and very flexible, because they understand. That's that's the biggest piece, is they understand your world for the most part. Um, they know you're, you're a working professional, and they, they're flexible, too, so it's fantastic. That's great, and I, I love that feedback, because I know a lot of people, and I've heard it over and over again where, you know, well, yeah, I'm going to put it off though until, right. I'm going to wait till my kids are older, you know, and I have more time and what have you, but you know, you're a perfect example, right? You got two kids and if they're both under eight, you know, they're not self-sufficient. You're juggling <laughs> the family, you're juggling the, the senior executive um, needs of the business and, you know, running a, a, a whole organization. And oh, by the way, you're also focusing on yourself and your education. And, yeah. um, I, and I think that'd be even a little encouraging. It'd be great if people would reach out to see what their what their position would be with NMU. I, I think when they realize those those credits will transfer and they realize they're even that much closer than they probably think they are, um, I would think that would be pretty encouraging too, right, Dan? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's a great first step. I mean, you can reach out through email online at nmu.edu and just request that unofficial degree evaluation. We'd love to look at your, your transcripts and just give you a, a rough outline of where things stand. And again, just don't worry about how old the credits are. You know, we'll, we'll take whatever we can, whatever, whatever we can transfer in. We definitely will. And I definitely want to echo what you and, and Jackie have both said. I think that that initial step of just feeling it out, maybe it's just one course. That flexibility is key for jumping back into school. And Jackie, I do have to commend you. You're a model student in this, and you've definitely demonstrated that really well, and you've shown great success in in doing that. You know, you took the little step, and you're you're still charging through. And I think that's such a great example for prospective students. So thanks for the the example that you are. Yeah, thank you. Excellent. Well, Jackie, thank you, and Dan, thank you. Um, Again, we've been with Jackie Cato, the Senior Manager of Loss Prevention for Cracker Barrel, and with Dan Freeborn, the Assistant Director of Marketing and Enrollment at Northern Michigan University's Global Campus. I'm Kevin McMenamin. and I'm the Chief Operating Officer for LP Magazine and LPM Media Group. And we've been talking about Northern Michigan University, and now you know why. All right, thanks guys, appreciate it. And um, 
Jackie, good luck in your continued success, both in the industry and with your education. Dan, thanks so much for all that you do for all of us in this industry that uh, that need that resource um, and, uh, and and that you guys provide. And uh, hopefully we'll get a few folks to reach out to you and, and um, continue their education with you as well. Yeah, that would be awesome. Awesome. Thank all right, guys. Thank you so much. Take care. To everybody Thanks listening, so stay Thanks safe, you. stay healthy, and we look forward to, uh, to seeing you next time. You're listening to the LPM Podcast.